Moncrief on News Talk. As you'll know, your social media feed is regularly peppered with adverts for various goods and services. But a while ago, an Irish user of Facebook named Kean Ginty noticed an advert for a thing called Lifecard. Lifecard is a gun. And to repeat this, this was advertised on Facebook in Ireland to an Irish user. News Talk's test correspondent Jess Kelly decided to investigate launching a very long and twisty tale. Afternoon, Jess. Afternoon, Sean. Uh, so as, first off, describe what this product looked like. Its, its unique selling point was its size, it seems. Exactly it. The, the key thing here is the so, uh, the size and the, the foldability and the portability of the gun. Uh, so it is uh, the length of a credit card. And it's probably the depth of five or six credit cards stacked upon each other. It's a calibre 22 gun, so there's a good bit of power to it. Uh, but it can fold and the, the key selling point is that it's easy to take with you. It's easy to conceal and then it's obviously easy to use. Yeah. Now, Kean Ginty, uh, uh, to his to his credit, did. Uh, um, there's a place you can, as I understand, you can click on the advert to say, why am I being shown this? What reasons was he given? Yeah, this is really interesting. And this is something that Facebook has done and all of the meta companies have done over the last number of years is given people the power to get a bit of transparency as to why they're seeing certain ads. Uh, so advertisers, when you go to place an ad, you can select where somebody lives, the demographic, like their age or their uh, gender. So those kind of demographics their interests, so if they're into technology, if they're into sport, if they're into shopping and their behaviour so that over time you get built up uh, shopper profiles and some of your offline interests. Kean was fed this ad, it said, because he had shown an interest in fishing. (laughs) So he was going to shoot fish with his uh, small credit card gun. That's the logic. Uh, He had set his age to over 22 and a primary location in Ireland, which is fascinating. Yes. Now, I've done a bit of digging around on this and Facebook ads, you can set them for global so that everybody can see them or you can micro-target. So, for example, if you were bringing movies movies and booze to Galway, we could run an ad and we could target people over the age of 21 living in the Galway area who have a fondness for movies and booze. Mm. We can micro-target in that way. This particular ad was set at a very, very broad range. However, I've been on to Meta and they have said that regardless of the location, the sale of weapons and ammunition is against their ad policies. It falls under the category of dangerous content. So it clearly says that ads must not promote the sale or use of weapons ammunition or explosives. This includes ads for weapon modification accessories. Is that anywhere in the world or just Ireland we're talking That about? is anywhere in the world. Anywhere on the platform, you're not allowed to do that. Now, the, the, the policy does go on to say, you know, if you are running a gun safety course, for example, you can do that. Mm. It's not a blanket ban on the word gun or a blanket ban on the word firearm. Uh, there are nuances to it, uh, but the, the the blanket policy, so says Meta, is that you're not allowed to advertise any of those things that I've just mentioned on the platform. Yeah, well, we'll come back actually to, to, to Meta in, in, in a while. Mm. The, the, the intriguing thing about this was that here is a gun being advertised yeah. for sale. So kind of thought, would it be interesting to see, could you buy it? It was a fascinating one because I didn't get this particular ad on my feed, but I saw the image that Keen uh, tweeted out. So I set about finding this website. And, you know, if you put in News Talk into a Google search, the first thing that will come up is Newstalk.com and then mm. you'll see other posts relating to that. I put in the name of this website. It's a website called Cavita. 
I'd never heard of it before. And when I put it in, loads of random things that weren't relating to a retailer or a gun retailer came up at all. So after a bit of digging, I went, uh, I found the website and what instantly intrigued me was, number one, it looked like it'd been built with, you know, Microsoft Paint or something like that. It wasn't the most sophisticated, (laughs) not to be a judgy cow. Uh, Number two, the euro symbol appeared next to the cart. Mm. Sometimes if you try to buy stuff from websites that are just localised to the US, you'll have to do the entire transaction through dollars and that's fine. But instantly it came up in euros. So it knew where you were. It knew exactly where I was. Uh, And in less than three minutes, not only had I read up on this life card, had I selected the colour black and had I added it to my cart, I had checked out and received an email confirmation At no point was I prompted for ID, for any form of background check, for any notification or alerts as to shipping this firearm, not only to Ireland, but to Europe. There was nothing like that. Now, it is worth noting on the website, uh, when you go looking for it, and you do have to go looking for it, it does say that all firearms must be shipped to your local federal firearms licensees to be transferred to you within your state of residence. It's your responsibility to ensure the lifeguard is legal to own in your local area. You must be 21 or older to purchase a handgun. By ordering a handgun, you are affirming that you meet these requirements and that you are otherwise legally allowed to purchase a firearm in the United States. Of all of those things, I've, I'm over 21, sadly, yeah. but there was no prompt to verify my age. You know... But they, they, they mentioned the United States, but when you went to buy it, euros popped up. So it knew automatically you were outside the United States, but it still sold you the gun. It still sold me the gun. And, uh, you know, the other thing that we should mention here is the great price I got on it. It's 37 euro and yeah. 37 cents. You would be, yeah, you would be uh, um, <laughs> alarmed by that. Now, I should, we should also point out at this point that when we decided uh, uh, to embark on this, we, we didn't go, well, we'll buy a gun and I'll keep it in my desk or anything. We no. didn't contact the guards. Yeah, we were, we were very thorough in terms of our processes and procedures. We did this in the name of journalism and we, had, we have sort of set protocols when we do investigations like this to ensure that anything that comes in, you know, the people involved are safe and they're well and that we had a procedure in place to destroy the firearm should it land here in Marconi House. Yes, right. So, so... Uh, um, uh, like you were buying a pair of shoes. Quicker, in fact, you'd in fact. Pay, in fact, you'd pay, pay more for a pair of shoes that, than you paid for that gun. Mm-hmm. And then did all the usual things happen? You know, you got a tracking number and all that kind of stuff? All the rest. And what was interesting was the <coughs> website forced me to pay via PayPal. So the first communication that I received into my inbox was an email confirmation for from PayPal to say that my, I think it ended up around 57 euro, including shipping. So that my 57 euro had been paid to this retailer. Then a few minutes later, I received an email from the web store itself saying your order's been received. Uh, It'll be with you in 10 to 15 days. Here's your tracking number. So I thought grand and dandy. I kept on checking in to see where my order was. So I copied and pasted the order status number, went to the website, popped it in. And within a matter of, like within 24 hours, it was saying that it was in progress. Mm. Uh, And anyone who's bought stuff online knows that, you know, it usually goes through a few different steps of going from the warehouse to a logistics company to sitting on a logistics truck somewhere in the world for 10 days and then eventually gets to you. (laughs) So I wasn't expecting it to arrive, but I thought, okay, cool, there's progress here. So I kept checking in and a few days later, When I put in the same order number, it was saying that uh, my order couldn't be found. 
and there's a little eye icon beside the, the status bar and I clicked on that and it said this can sometimes appear uh, if there's an error with the, with the order number or if it's in transition from our warehouse to the logistics company. Which again, is fair okay. enough. Yeah. Bring us up to Monday. So on Monday evening, I went on to try and see where uh, this item was and the website was offline. I got a 404 error, uh, which, as anyone will know, is not a good thing to appear. So it was coming up that the website is no longer online. I then tried to email them with the email address that was given in my initial order. You know, it says, if you have any questions, get in touch. I had a question and I got in touch. And last night I got a bounce back uh, on my Outlook saying my message couldn't be delivered despite repeated attempts to deliver your messages, querying the domain name system for the recipient's domain location information failed. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. So, and you know, you know how to do this. You search for any trace of this website and and they seem to have quite professionally eradicated all, all sign of it. Until I contacted PayPal. Yeah. So one of the good things about PayPal is they do have a very good dispute resolution centre thing. So this is where if you pay via PayPal and your product doesn't arrive or if there's something wrong with it or if it's not up to scratch, you can go in to your PayPal account and you can see the order transaction and you can report a problem with it. So I followed the steps and the initial step was, look, we encourage you to contact the retailer to try and resolve it. I did that and I put in my reason for continuing that the website has disappeared. At five o'clock this morning, the retailer messaged me back via the PayPal Resolution Centre thing. And they said, Dear customer, apologise for any inconvenience caused. We are sorry to inform you that your order has not been shipped yet. In order to ensure the quality of product, we will need to make very strict examination before sending it out, which may take three to five working days to complete. Would you like to keep the order? If yes, we will ship it as soon as possible. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Best regards, Customer Service Centre. Right, okay. It's a bit vague as as to what actually that means, really. Like, if we could swear, we'd probably call it a load of whatever. Do you know what I mean? And there is that vibe about it. The impression that I got, and this is just my impression, is that this is an e-commerce operation that's very sophisticated, I get the impression that they look for products that go viral or that catch people's attention. They run these types of campaigns and sometimes they're legitimate and sometimes they're not. But they don't want me cancelling this order now because that will impact their PayPal reviews. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And now it should be said as well, the the, the reply you eventually uh, um, received, there was a lot of Chinese writing in it. So... Um we can, take we can assume that's where, where they, they are. are. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting to see that the website has disappeared, the email has disappeared, but they're still engaging within the PayPal forum. Mm. Now, I haven't gone back to that email as of yet because I kind of want to play a game of chicken with them to see if they will actually send this product or do they want me to cancel the order so they get a gold star from PayPal saying, look, they resolved this satisfactorily, the yeah. customer is happy and we can all go on with our lives. But it does show the benefit of services like PayPal rather than, you know, filling in your details or your card yeah, details or yeah. anything like that. So that is one good, good sign of it. But as of yet, uh, we should acknowledge that the firearm hasn't arrived. 
it has we, we have no status update beyond they're doing extra checks to make sure the product is as high quality as possible mm, uh, but there has been no further information unfortunately yeah now the the, the actual the, the life card product mm. you were able to find it elsewhere on websites and for considerably more than what you paid for it yeah so I wanted to make sure that this wasn't just one of those uh, things that appear on social media that somebody makes and it goes viral because it looks cool it is a legitimate pro- uh, product I found it on other websites there's trailblazerfirearms.com and uh, you can buy it for 300 plus dollars so it does range in price it does exist Mm. it is something that is there Uh, I tried to buy it from another website today and it's out of stock such as the demand Wow now while Cavita that particular website disappeared Mm. Do you get the sense that perhaps the, the, the person or people operating this may be operating multiple websites? I get the impression that yes. Now, again, it's very difficult to say with 100% certainty. Um, it should be noted that when, as I think I said it already, but when we flagged this particular ad for this particular service with Facebook, it was taken down pretty much immediately. Yeah. And we were told that it's against their policies. However, I was sitting in our meeting room here in Eastock an hour ago and I went to Facebook Ads Library. I don't know if you've heard of this before, but this is where you can go and you can search for a company, an organisation, and you can see what ads they have running on Facebook platforms right now. Mm. It's something that we've done quite a bit around the time of an election. So if you want to see how much money a certain party is spending on social media ads, you can go into the Facebook ad centre and you can get an idea of it. You can set this for Ireland or elsewhere in the world. I went on an hour ago and I set it for Ireland and I searched the word lifeguard because that's the product in question. And there are 14 active ads all for different websites all using pretty much the same video all saying pretty much the same thing uh, advertising the life card and these are ads that are running in Ireland as of now so there are some that started running today there are some that are started running on on the 1st of May on the 27th of April Uh, they're all here and these are all against the Facebook policy that we mentioned earlier Mm. on about advertising firearms. Yeah. uh, Which is a a little bit concerning. Um, And it's a bit bananas because all of the retailers kind of have makey-uppy names. So there's wishingangel.shop, there's conservatory.com, there's other ones that I can't pronounce. So I clicked on, (laughs) because I'm such a professional, uh, I clicked on to one of these companies that are advertising uh, and it says, we offer products that you might like and use, such as homes, clothing, accessories, etc. All of which appear in our stores, exclamation point. Uh, We like to get you great products for fans, no matter what product it can provide convenience for you, even become your favourite product and become an an indispensable thing in your life. Sold. Uh, But that includes selling, uh, selling guns or at least advertising guns for sale to people in Ireland on Facebook right now. Right now, as of today. And I think that is part of the concerning thing here because it is against the policy. Uh, against the policy. And I did ask Meta how exactly their assessment process works for mm. those advertising on the platform. And look, to be fair, there are like millions and millions of ads on Facebook. So yeah. it would be impossible for every single one to receive human assessment. Um, and so the way it works is when a business goes to advertise on the platform, there's 
there's an automated review process that is usually completed within 24 hours. If it's passed, it's allowed to run and it's up and that's dandy. Sometimes an ad is rejected and the advertiser is given the option to edit the ad or request another review. If they opt to edit the ad or request another review, human intervention comes in at that point and an assessment is made. But I do think a lot of this comes down to the language used in the ads. Like nowhere in any of the ads that I found does it say gun. Ah. Nowhere in the ads does it say firearm. This is like the ones that I'm looking at right now as I'm talking to you say lifeguard, folding for self-defense, last resort option. Now there is the pew pew gun emoji uh, saying best for concealed carry targets and then the weights and the dimension and so on. But nowhere does it say gun. So, and I'm not being uh, facetious to say that, you know, the the Facebook uh, security team would just search for the word gun and that's the height of it. Obviously, they have very sophisticated technology that can run in the background. That technology is built by humans. But I think what we found in this piece is that things do fall through the cracks. Yeah. Well, actually, that would seem to demonstrate it's pretty easy to get around uh, whatever the AI... Uh, parameters are for for searching for these kind of adverts. It definitely is. It's worrying. And now I did, to be fair, search in the ads library in Ireland for things like gun and firearm and found that there were only sort of news stories talking about gun crime and stuff like that. There was no explicit ads for here's a gun, buy one today. Mm. I do think the issue is the, the language that's used and also the fact that these can be set as global ads and that there's no like if you'd like to think that if you or I were going through them you'd be like hang on a second that shouldn't be appearing on the Facebook ads of yeah. or streams of people um, so yeah it's quite concerning yeah indeed and I suppose best case scenario if somebody actually responded to that advert they'd be ripped off for 60 quid worst case scenario they'll actually get a gun in the post exactly. Jess thanks a million Jess Kelly there Moncrief weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.